Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Breaking Cinematic Universes. And just for you, Patrick, I would like to say a big screw you because I have yet to mess it up, even though you have said I would eventually do it. <laughs> That's right, I've messed it up more than you. Oh, I'm sure you have. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of shocked I haven't messed it up since the first episode, so <laughs> I'm very impressed with myself. That's uh, good stuff. So obviously we had a little bit of a week off uh, due to my dumb yeah, somebody, ass, my ass get, my me me getting married. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's that going, by the way? You're at uh what nine days now? Uh, she hasn't killed me yet. Ten actually. Ten days. Ten days. All right. Uh, she hasn't right. killed me. So. You haven't hit the over under on that yet. So. Yeah, I'd like to know if anybody at our wedding said <laughs> how long this would actually last. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if there were any jokes about that, but there were, there were jokes about how long, how long till Cindy kills him. That was the, <laughs> I did hear that one. I mean, dude, come on, man. We were together. Yeah. We've been gay. We've been dis- uh, together since December 21st of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, mean, I, yeah, we've almost been together two years. If she hasn't killed me by now, she's not going to. Well, yeah, I, I think, I think the, uh. I, I think the consensus was that it's not going to happen, that you guys are you guys are both stubborn in your own ways, but you're going to be uh-huh. all right. Uh-huh. That's kind of the idea. <laughs> so a lot of news is coming out this week, comic book movie related. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest pieces of news debunked our show two weeks ago. Excuse me. Yep. yep. Which, uh, which is why I was saying, you know, grain of salt. We don't know. Um, and I will and say I that, that on our Facebook, I posted mm-hmm. the little article. I said, take this with a grain of salt, but it'd be awesome if it's true. Yep. So if, if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the possibility of a spider verse and the MCU and that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were rumored to have been in talks to reprise their roles in Spider-Man three. Um, what are we calling Spider-Man three? Do we have, we don't have a name for it yet, but are we thinking, is it going to be, uh, you, I, you, you I had one going to be away from home or, oh, well, we had, we had far from home. We had homecoming. Uh, someone said that it's going to be homesick. Um, I think it's going to be something with home in it. Yeah. Unless the fact that it's homecoming far from home, were just coincidences it could have been a coincidence it would have been amazing it'd be amazing if they already knew what the third one was going to be with they already knew that it'd be home 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 yeah yeah that guy's got 20 years yeah i guess i wouldn't put it past him that they already knew the name um and uh we'll just uh see if uh, tom holland can spoil it uh within the next six months or so well rumor is spidey three has begin has begun Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're calling it officially principal photography. Mm-hmm. They have begun filming in New York, um, which means either a Tom Holland is done filming on Uncharted, which is the film he was doing with Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg, which you and I are both waiting for as fans of the combo, uh, oh, yeah. the, the video game. Um, I wish they would have dyed Mark Wahlberg's hair gray for that movie, but. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's weird that it's weird that Sully's, I don't know, youthful. Um, well, I mean, Wahlberg's in his fifties. Yeah, but I said youthful. I didn't say young. Like you know, I know people who are in their fifties that look like they're in fifties, and I know people who are in their fifties, like Mark Wahlberg, who looks like he's in his like early thirties. Um, he's taking care of himself, but there are other fifty-year-olds who just kind of give in. You know, they're like, oh, I'm fifty-five, and they just 
don't care anymore. Actually, uh, Mark Wahlberg is 49. 40, okay, I thought he was 51, 52, but yeah, so 49. But then, I mean, I mean, uh, I think he's probably got less less aches and pains on his body than uh, than we do, other than muscle pains like the the um, uh, the pains of workout. I mean, like, I think his body's in better shape than either of us, and he's older than both of us. So, dude, he works out like a madman at like 3 a.m. I can't I can't wake up like that, man. I I don't mind working out early, but I can't. Well. Yes and no, but I can't wake up early like that on my own and just drive like no. no well, no, no. he doesn't have to drive anywhere. He goes downstairs. That's true. But drive myself again. like like psychologically. Like I'll get up. I will get up early if I have to, but I don't like to. And he's waking up. I think like what three forty five or something. Uh, um, like basically, he's done with his workouts by the time the kids are up. Hold on, let's see. And uh, I mean, the rock is the rock is a you know similar similar case because um, he works out before he gets on the movie set every single day. So Wal- uh, Mark Wahlberg shared the full details of his daily routine with his Instagram followers. He said he wakes up at two thirty a.m. and goes to bed at seven thirty p.m. Yeah, he go he goes to bed. So we're recording this right now. It's five thirty p.m. Like I just wrapped up work. I've, you know, I get my kind of leisure time after that, you know, the, this and, and the rest of the evening, you know, I'm going to try to relax a little bit. And I think we end up going to bed around 1030. And to me, I think that's, you know, that's kind of early, you know, or I'd say a reasonable hour, 1030 or so. Um, but yeah, going to bed at 730, like, like the sun is still up. Like, what the heck? <laughs> well, now the sun isn't up. The sun's yeah. going down prior to seven o'clock now. Yeah. But so Sony has come out and debunked the rumor mm-hmm. that was going around that uh, I was about to say Mark Wahlberg, uh, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony. Jeez, uh, I'm just gonna go sit in the corner and we're keeping me. that all in. Um, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield have not been officially signed to Spider-Man Three. We don't know what the home it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still think that based on what they set up, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of different things that they could do with this. I'm, no. I'm just not all in on it being a spider verse. We've already done a spider verse. Yeah, um, but it wasn't live action. Yeah. 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 But I, I feel like they want to, I feel like the MCU is going to want to differentiate from what they've done from the uh, animated version, uh, at least in my opinion. They're not going to have the robot chick. They're not going to have spider ham, which would actually be kind of cool. They're not going to have Spider-Man noir. They're going to have the only two guys that have actually been cinematic Spider-Man. Oh, I know. I know that. I just meant the, the plot, like plot wise, like I would rather, I would rather deal with it being like an identity crisis, not with the multiverse, but the fact that people know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Like I'd rather deal with that. I would rather have uh, more unique villains brought in. I'm like, I know we have Electro, but I'd like to see, uh, a, you know, maybe Craven. I know we talked about Craven last week. Last now, episode. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel's tweet? I did not. Jimmy Kimmel tweeted that he would be playing Craven the Hunter. What? Now we all know that's bullshit. But he tweeted it. 
Kimmel, I, I don't know how to feel about that. The, the biggest reason is because for Craven, like you need to have someone who is who's jacked. I mean, you mentioned Momoa. Um, there's there's a lot of people. I mean, there's there's sorry, there's certain people that I'd say would be good for that role. But Jimmy, I've never seen him. It, I've it, never it, seen yeah. him like actual workout. Well, MSN.com put Jimmy Kimmel. Now, you know him and Matt Damon have their infamous feud, right? That's true. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel claims he's playing Spider-Man 3 villain Craven, so it's probably Matt Damon. <laughs> See, that would be funny. So I am be funny. You. Matt Damon would be an interesting, interesting choice for uh, for Craven, but a much better choice uh, than than Kimmel. That's pretty funny. I am sending you the article. GameSpot also said it. A couple others have said it too. Uh, I just googled it. Um, yeah, Craven is Craven's a great character, um, but it has to be done right. Like yeah. I don't think Electro was done poorly in Amazing Spider-Man Two. I don't. Yeah. I'm maybe one of the few, but I think if this is done right, they could pretty much assemble the Sinister Six mm-hmm. in this movie. Now, is it going to yeah. be the actual Sinister Six? Ooh, holy crap! There's another two names I didn't even think, or three, four exactly. names in this article I didn't even think about. Four names I didn't even consider. Okay. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Manu Bennett. Um, Deathstroke from Arrow. Okay. Um, Joe Manganiello. That's who I was going to pick. That, that man. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba yeah, uh, or Joe Manganiello would be really good. Uh, Joe got... The I always forget. Was it was he actually in the Dawn of Justice, or was that a, a deleted scene with him? Post as credit. That was post credit. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was deleted or if it was post credit. I mean, he can he can branch into both. I mean, that's not a problem. So, plus, we don't even know if that's actually got any legs to it at this point with what's going on with DC, uh, which we'll we'll talk about very soon. Uh, the other bit uh, before we talk about um, you know the the leaked leaked photos and everything. Um, there were rumors that uh, that the Flash movie is going to be a DCEU reboot, which is what we've talked about before, um, and essentially doing some type of Flashpoint to reboot the franchise. Um, but the rumors are like getting more, I don't know, getting more solid. So, yeah. I mean, I'm still, I'm still feeling like that. Like by the end of Fla- the Flashpoint movie, we will have a new... If it ever gets made, yeah. And by the end of that, we will have a new lineup uh, and a new um, direction for uh, for Justice League and well, DC. Here's the brass tax, man. And I'm going to be yeah. honest; they don't need to replace Gal Gadot or Gobey as Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. There it is. Um, they don't need to replace Jason Momoa as as no. Aquaman. Nope. In reality. Don't it would be a bad choice to try to replace uh, replace um, uh, Jason Momoa. Like, Henry, bad business decision. <laughs> or Henry Cavill. Yeah, I mean, if he can, if he will agree to, to do it again, if he will agree to don the cape again, I'm fine with it. Um, I'm completely fine with him being Superman. Um, if they change out the Superman, I'm not opposed to it. 
because they're probably going to change out Batman, change out Superman. Um, Cyborg's not bad. Change out Flash. I know that's I know that'd be hard to do with a Flashpoint movie, but I say change out Flash. Um, you know what I'd actually like to see them do, but they won't. What's that? Change him out and bring in Grant Gustin. Yeah. I yeah. think the far superior Barry Allen. I don't think they'll they'll do that. I mean, I think he's a better Barry Allen, but I don't think they'll do it. I think if we get a if we get a change up, it will be a you know a flash from another another uh, uh, universe take changes place with um, Flash from the DCU. Um, I just I really I think the um, uh, what's his face? I always forget the guy's name. Ezra Miller. Um, yeah, he's he's not that great, and he is a wild card offset. And a douchebag. Um, douche he is. He has punched fans. He has shoved fans. Uh, he's cursed him. He's choked them. He's cursed them out. And then when you get him in front of a camera, he seems like, oh, he's just an, he's such a nice guy and he's so positive. Like, no, that's not how. That's not who he is as a complete package. And I feel like he's a wild card on that. And there, there are reasons that they're keeping him. But, but at the same time, I don't think he's great as uh, as Barry Allen. He's got um, blackmail on the uh, head of Warner Brothers. I've he's said got that. to. He's got to. I mean, Grant Gustin would be better, or I mean, obviously, it'd be a, an older one. But Neil Patrick Harris has voiced Flash. Um, you know, could actually be good, but I think that? too pretty. Zac Efron. Yeah, no, Zac Efron would be good, and the man gets devoted to roles too. I mean, I've, um, I'm not going to say that he's uh, uh, he's one that I didn't respect for a while until uh until some recent movies but the man get you know he will get devoted to a role and he will put his you know, put his all into it um I mean, look at did you see baywatch yeah like that like great great stuff out of that movie and i didn't expect i didn't expect him to be did that good the in that ted movie. bundy movie yeah that's the other thing i was going to mention was the ted bundy movie <laughs> so i i would not mind him at all i think that I think that uh, personality-wise, he would work uh, as well. So, I don't know. Also, I I want to see I want to see um, I want to see a good flash flash movie where I get to really dive into the character, other than the one-liners. Like that's just part of him. That's his defense. That's a defense mechanism. Like, let me get into Barry into his psyche, which uh, Flashpoint could definitely do. Okay, so I'm going to a website because you know me. I I love my mm-hmm. my lists. 25 crazy DC fan castings better than what we got. This is from October 7th of 2018. Are you ready for this? Yep. All right. Number 25, Alexander Skarsgård. 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 I was trying to be fancy. As Aquaman. Yeah. It's that's a that is a that's a better casting, more accurate, and he's a better actor, one hundred percent, hands down. Um, he um, he he does does also get into that category of of uh, uh, being a little bit of a diva on set. And um, oh, I know we try to we try to keep it G rated. Let's just or not G rated, but PG or PG thirteen. Let's just say that some of his love scenes that he's done with uh, women, his co stars, have not been happy about. Uh, some of the ways that he's acted. So maybe something that, well, I guess if you're putting him in that role and you're not having that situation, then I'm okay with it. Mm. Number 24, 
Emma Stone as Poison Ivy. One hundred percent. Put that put that woman in some in some movies, uh, like in in some more com- in some comic book movies. Uh, completely wasted as Gwen Stacy. By the way, she was okay, but she's only okay because it looks like she's literally into Andrew Garfield. Um, and I'm convinced that they just the two of them just like improvised and flirted with each other. But I think they did shortly after the movie too. I yeah, I think I'm pretty sure they did. Um, but what you get in what you get out of those two characters are the actor and actress like actually digging each other. I would love to see her uh, as I'd love to see her as that uh, Barbara Gordon. She could pull off Barbara Gordon mm-hmm. as well. I mean, there's so many there's so many roles that I, I just think that as Gwen Stacy, she was she was left to be. Oh, she's a love interest, but she doesn't really do anything. Number twenty three. Before you had Batfleck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could have had JDM as Batman. Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. Totally good with that. He's a, he's great. Um, number 22. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Sio Reese Ronan? Sharsha. There you go. That. Uh, as Supergirl. Oh, yeah. Um she's amazing actress i think that she has a good persona for that and she can do an american accent so that's fine all right here we go she's amazing in pretty much anything that she's done number 25 tom hiddleston Mm -hmm. as the joker yeah um oh man that that would it'd be interesting i could see him doing it well uh, considerably better than than uh, Leto, uh, or not? Uh, yeah, considerably. Better, I almost, I almost said, <laughs> I almost said the wrong actor. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. I would, uh, yeah, I almost said Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, that's different. It would be a different Joker. I'm not going to say he's be, he's going to be better than Phoenix. Uh, Hiddleston would be a really could be a really good Joker. I want to I want to see someone un like unchain themselves. Like we got to see that a little bit with uh, with Joaquin, like. Going from just you know the the happy happy to just completely raging, um, and Phoenix did that really well in the Joker, and Leto just seemed like he's just one note the entire time, which is which is uh, a douchebag ICP uh, impersonator. Mm-hmm. Like that's all it was. Number twenty. Let's ra- let's try to rapid fire these yep. a little bit. Number twenty, Idris Elba as John Stewart, aka the Green Lantern. One hundred percent. I would totally, I would totally go see that. Let's do, let's do like a, a one, uh, one word answer from me every single time. <laughs> Teresa Palmer as Killer Frost. Teresa Palmer. Uh, literally have to look this. Uh, love interest in Warm Bodies. Uh, didn't see it. Pass. Uh, <laughs> in Lights Out, Hacksaw Ridge. Um, she's been a bunch of stuff. Um, number eighteen, John Hamm as the mm-hmm. Joker. I don't. Agree with I don't agree with it. Um, I would rather see him as Two Face. Yes, one hundred percent. I think it'd be it'd be an awkward, weird situation. Not that he couldn't do it. I just don't think that he's enough of a character actor. Number seventeen, Kristen Bell. Hmm. As Harley Quinn. Yes. Yes. Give me that movie uh, for lots of reasons. Give me that movie. Um, she's great. The Good Place. If you haven't watched The Good Place, watch The Good Place. Do you remember the young lady who played uh, Miss Sendai 
uh, Daenerys Targaryen's right-hand woman. Mm, yeah. Imagine her as Vixen. Mm. It could work. I'm not... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I don't gonna, have a lot to say about it. This one's kind of perfect because she's... She, I think she acts like all nice in, in, in the public eye, but she's probably really a bitch behind the scenes. Yeah. Oprah as Amanda Waller. <laughs> um, yes, uh, that would work. I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if she's a bitch. She's very demanding behind the scenes. I know, I know some, someone who's that worked could come with off, her. That could come off as bitchy. Yeah. Yeah. Like she knows what the heck she wants and, and, and she is, she does not, she does not take less than less than uh, perfect. So yeah, she she would do great as Amanda. I mean, she's a good actor actress, anyways. Like, so that would work. Um, what's um, oh, what was I was thinking of someone else that could do it? But yeah, let's let's. Who's the next one? Willem number fourteen. Willem Dafoe as the Joker. Yep, yep. I think that one's one one that we've seen mock ups up forever. He could totally pull it off, and uh, you don't need prosthetics; just paint his face. Mm-hmm. Jamie Alexander Sif from Thor mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman. Yes, uh, she was actually my my top pick before Gal got the role. Um, she's amazing, amazing, uh, and does not get enough credit. And she basically got to see a little bit of that when, as she is Sif, like basically you would have got that as Wonder Woman. It would have been great. And she has she has more dynamics than uh, Gal in regards to depth of acting. Number twelve. Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. as the Riddler. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Uh, he has he has the look, but also the his, the eloquence and the way that he speaks would be perfect for Enigma. You can totally imagine he, that he's smarter than everybody else around him. Mm. Every role he plays, he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah, he is. Number Party. eleven. Before there was Batfleck, there was a rumor that Thanos himself was going to play Batman. That's Brolin, right. Brolin, Brolin could do it. Yeah, Brolin could do it. I'd be, I'd be okay with it. Um, maybe not now. He's, he's a little older. Uh, but maybe eight, ten years ago or so. Yeah. I mean, unless we're doing, unless we're doing a Batman who's been around for a while. Almost like a um, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, like Dark. I mean, not Dark Knight Returns or or something like he's been doing this for 10, 10 or fifteen years at this point. Ooh, uh, he could be a good Bruce Wayne, unless mm-hmm. he's going to do it in a Batman Beyond movie. No, nah, he's not old enough. Uh, fair enough. He's not old <laughs> enough. Well, not for that. I'm, I'm I'm talking like a sweet spot, like in between all that, where he's he's been seasoned. He knows all. He, he's he's fought all these. Um, you know, he's been fighting the these villains for like ten years, or he's been Batman for ten years or so. And then, but when did when did uh, Bruce become Batman? Wasn't he like in the early twenties? Uh, I think it was early to mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. So Josh Brolin is how old? Fifty, probably fifty four. Fifty two. He's fifty two. So he would have been Batman for say fifteen Earth. years. Oh, sorry, twenty, uh, almost uh, over twenty years at this point. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Number 10, Rachel Weiss as Silver Banshee. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also a great character I'd like to see in the DCU um, that we haven't. Now, I agree and disagree with this. So this mm-hmm. actor was in one of my favorite uh, movies in the last few years, American Assassin, uh, Dylan O'Brien. Number nine is Dylan O'Brien as Red Hood. 
if we I'm ever get lie, to, I still yeah. want Jensen Ackles. He, Jensen Ackles would be fine. Um, if we ever get to it, I mean, to me, like if we're, if we're getting to red hood, like we've got to have a good solid, you know, at least probably five, six, ten Batman movies before we get into red hood. Uh, unless we're, unless, like I said, we're doing a Josh Brolin, he's been Batman for a long time and has already had, you know, he's on his fourth or fifth Robin at this point. Um, at that point, you've got Damian Wayne, you have everybody else, and then that makes sense. I feel like that's that's like 10 years down the road. That's some Feige planning right there. Yeah, it is. Number eight, Eliza Gonzalez is Catwoman. I have to Google Eliza Gonzalez. I don't know if I've seen her in anything. Baby Driver? In? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Like I said, Baby Driver is a great movie too. I could I could see her being uh, being Catwoman. I like I like the pick uh, that they were going with on this, but yeah, she could do it. Uh, also, here's the other thing: how tall is Catwoman supposed to be? Because it's something I don't I I don't think about a lot. We know that uh, okay, she's supposed to be five seven. Okay, that's fine. Um, uh, Eliza's a five five eight. For some reason, I guess it's because she's next to Batman. I imagine her shorter. I imagine her like a like a five four five five. But that's just me. I could see five seven. Number yeah. seven, Natalie Dormer as Livewire. Yeah, uh, love Natalie Dormer. Um, she is closer to forty. Um, so again, not a problem, but it depends on how on how long the character is, you know, been, uh, you know, been there, been that character. Also, do, doesn't Livewire, isn't Livewire, uh, have part of her head shaved like often? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that works with, uh, with Natalie Dormer's haircut. Yeah. Number six, Eric Bana mm-hmm. as Brainiac. Okay. Great, great pick. I love Brainiac. Uh, it's just a question of will Eric Bana ever come back to comic book movies? <laughs> no. No. Not after the 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 shitstorm the Hulk was. <sighs> um, number five, I I can see it, but I don't agree with it because I think he's too good. Like he's he he doesn't have that nerdy aspect to him, but maybe huh? he could. Ryan Gosling as the Flash. Um. I'm not to say he couldn't do it. It, it, it could work. It's he, he's so he's it could work, but it, he wouldn't definitely he definitely wouldn't be my first pick. Uh, I may take him over Ezra Miller, but he's definitely not my first pick. Number four, something you mentioned earlier, Emma Stone as Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, we need Babs in a movie. Um, that's one reason I would like to see the Batman movies just take off so I can actually get a bat family going on and get some time with Barbara prior to the accident. If we even ever go into that, um, Batgirl's a great character. Number three, one I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. John Hamm as two face. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, Hamm's an amazing actor and he's serious enough to be able to pull off a Harvey Dent because you need someone who can pull off the Harvey Dent as well as the craziness, as well as the not crazy. Um, Aaron Eckhart did a good job. Yes, he did. Hands down, he did. I, I wish we had gotten more Two-Face. If we got a glimpse of it and it was over. Um, but yeah, 
Number two, mm-hmm. Christina Ricci, Ricci, Ricci as Harley Quinn. Yeah, I mean, man, I like Christina Ricci, but I'd rather have I'd rather have Kristen Bell uh, in that in that role. She could she could not that she couldn't pull it off, but uh, I'd rather have that. Um, I'd rather have uh, Kristen Bell in that role. And the number one. Real quick, before you have the number one, did you see the the people were posting a picture of Christina Ricci saying if they they should remake Adam's Family and have her as Morticia and yes. Oscar Isaac as uh, as Gomez? Yes, would love it. Would love, love it. it. Yeah. Number, number one. one. Yeah. Megan Ori or I as Huntress. Um, she played Ruby on Once Upon a Time, aka Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think it. I don't think it was better because I loved Huntress. Like that was probably the best best part of the Birds of Prey movie. Um, so I have a hard time saying that she would do a better job. It'd be very different. Um, I don't know. I as a number one, I feel like I feel like the steam just got let out there because I loved. I, you saw Birds of Prey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I watch it, and all of a sudden, I wanted a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. <laughs> that's right I, I i make breakfast sandwich i don't make a breakfast sandwich like that but i i make breakfast sandwiches every now and then and yeah it's it's totally worth it uh have a good homemade breakfast uh, like real breakfast sandwich as opposed to like a like mcdonald's stuff but um now the i just feel like huntress was done so well in that it would be a very different huntress but mary elizabeth winstead did such a great job she really I, did I don't know how, like, that was the best part of the movie. I'm like, you're going to, you really got to outdo yourself on that. Uh, I would say that uh, the, the um, like, Willem Dafoe or others would have been your number one. I don't know. I feel like the list was kind of lopsided. Not, not, a, not a traditional, uh, not, a, not a well-ordered list. We'll put it that way. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll do our own. Um so going back to the whole point of the show this week, we got so off track because of my my ADHD. Recently on the set of the Batman movie, which is currently filming in Chicago, there have been extras cited wearing Wonder Woman costume, a Superman costume. Potentially, somebody said they thought they saw somebody dressed up as Hawk Girl. Um, and there's been on posters lightning bolt designs hinting at the flash. Do they bring Robert Pattinson, who I absolutely hate into the larger DCU or are the rumors that we've been hearing about him and Matt Reeves not being on good terms right now. And the whole reason for the shutdown was not because Robert Pattinson had COVID, but Mm. because Matt Reeves was royally pissed off at him and I saw one thing. I could not find it. There was actually a a rumor, and I'm sure somebody created it, that mm-hmm. I have no idea what the hell they were talking about. They were actually potentially going to recast Batman in the middle of filming, a la kind of what they did with Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's going to go that far. Um there's a chance there's a definite chance that we're going to get something like that that there there have to be ramifications if this thing is actually going to be successful you're going to, you're burning money they're burning money right now um onto onto the 
onto the 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 subject at hand in regards to in regards to the costumed characters if you will who are not the actual uh not actually wonder woman not gal not henry cavill but people dressed up in like halloween costumes like party city costumes on set there's there's a couple different ways to look at this some people are looking at it saying oh these characters exist uh as in metropolis exists i i don't disagree with it i just don't know if we're going to go there um i think it's a nice nod to say yes these characters do exist um also the i i don't think they're going to go meta and say oh oh these characters exist because batman because they exist as movies in their universe uh, i think i don't think they would go meta like that uh but i don't think we're going to see an interaction between the reeves verse and the dcu unless they completely shake up dcu and 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 put this everything on a, a separate on a uh, new trajectory I I am not I am not counting out that Robert Pattinson may be recast as, as we'll get another Batman. Um, it would be really weird to get this much promotion and this much money spent on a uh, on a movie and then recast your principal actor. Uh, but if you get one who actually will take it seriously, um, then yes, more power to you, Matt. You know who I think would have made a great young Bruce Wayne slash Batman? Who's that? Zac Efron. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> we went, we we talked about him earlier, but yeah, I I would I think he'd be a much better Batman. Um because at the time he becomes Batman, he's you know, as we've said in his early to mid 20s, he's mm-hmm. in phenomenal shape per the comic books and Zach Efron's in phenomenal shape. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal shape and approximately so uh looking here uh, approximately 26 years old when he when he became Batman. Um, I'm assuming that means once he's uh, he has be- actually become and, and has has the cowl uh, because prior to having the cowl and everything he was you know building his persona there was there's a transition there in training. Um, and Zac Efron is what? Is he 30? Uh, he is 33. There you go. So close enough uh looks young enough he's dedicated uh he can get in shape um, the only downside mm-hmm. he's only five eight that's fine how old how uh it's it's it depends on who you, who you put him up against really um it depends on who you put him up against and you have to make sure you cast correctly around him the that's average really- height mm-hmm. of the batman mm-hmm. is six foot yeah which is two inches shorter than Batman's listed height of six two in the comics. Sure. The height of Superman is six one and seventy five whatever, uh, which is a which is shorter than Superman's listed height of six three in the comic. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, it depends on who you who you cast him around. And the one thing that would be a benefit if you do have Zac Efron or someone who's who's under six feet being Batman. If you have him up against a larger foe that makes that larger foe look more intimidating case in point, if he ever went against Bane, you would actually have Bane look more intimidating and whoever you pick to be, let's, let's say Batista ends up being Bane. Cause that was a rumor for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you have Dave Batista as Bane against Zac Efron's Batman. Batista is going to look even bigger because Batista's, I think, 6'5", 6'6". 
Zach Efron's 5'8". You have almost a foot of height difference before you even get into the camera, like camera angles and all that. Um, whoever he's against, Killer Croc, Bane, Clayface, there's a lot of characters you could put him up against that would make them look even more menacing. So like I said, it's it's who he's playing against. Make sure those actors are are around his height, give him some lifts, and he'll be fine. So the shortest actor... And I'm going to check Pattinson real quick. I mean, think about it. Tom Cruise has been in how many action movies? He's listed as 5'7". Tom Cruise is shorter than me. Oh, God, yes. Tom Cruise is shorter than me. He wears two-inch lifts, uh, but he can pull it off. So, yeah, it's fine. So the shortest actor, take a guess Mm -hmm. who the shortest actor is to play Batman. To play Uh, Batman? Michael Keaton, right? uh, Actually, I didn't check Keaton. Who's, yeah. who's the shortest then? So uh, obviously it's not Keaton. Keaton. If it, didn't it is Keaton. I didn't oh, check. It it's Keaton. Yep. Clooney. Uh-huh. Okay. Kilmer. How tall is Clooney? Uh, 5'11". Okay. Um, I figured it was Kilmer, Keaton. Uh-huh. Bale. Pattinson. Affleck. Yeah. Um. I, like like I said, it, he doesn't he doesn't have to be that tall depending on who he's who he's fighting. Um, that's that's my opinion on it because uh, who was it? Uh, Tom Hardy is shorter than uh, is shorter than Christian Bale. So when they fight each other, they look about the same height, even though they put lifts on Tom Hardy, even though they try to make these camera angles, you know, uh, make Bane look bigger. Bane, as I love Tom Hardy, I love the Dark Knight, I love the the Nolan. Batman stuff as on its own, but that he, they did they did not do Bane justice in that movie. Hold on, like like when when they're saying, "Oh, you're huge," and he's like, "For you," like I'm like, "You're not that big." Like if that was like I said, Dave Batista or someone like that, then yes, then I'd be like, "Holy crap, this guy's huge." Um, Hardy doesn't look that big in comparison to who he's next to. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? I you nearly adopted the dark. I was born in it. That being said, Tom. Okay, if you want to see Tom looking looking huge and looking ripped, watch Bronson. If you haven't seen Bronson already, go watch Bronson. That movie, he looks jacked. Well, I think it does it for us this week. I think we covered everything we need to. What do you think, Patrick? I, I think so, though. I could continue to ramble about uh, about uh, Tom Hardy and other other uh, man crushes. But yeah, yeah, we can get it there. All right, guys. Well, if you like sports, hit up the scrumsports.com. If you like video games, you can check out the Land Cave live every Thursday at 8.30, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. Um, I do that because we have listeners all around the world. So wherever you are, listen to us live. We talk gaming, video game development, all kinds of stuff. One day I'm going to get an invite. Hey, well, it's only it's it's this two people chatting around. We'll get there. We'll get there. But thank you for taking time out of your week to listen to our show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If there's a list you want us to find that's worst castings, best casting, send it to our Facebook page. We'll yeah. get to it next week. Or if you uh, want us to talk about, like, give give your give our rundown of what have you, like, send us send it in and we'll 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 knock it out for you. Yeah, dream movie castings. 
send yeah. us some great movie casting. We'll sit down. We'll figure out the dream movie casting and do it ourselves. Yeah. Hell, maybe Warner Brothers will actually take notes. Um, <laughs> but that does it for us this week. Thank you so much, Patrick. Always a pleasure, my brother. Always. Thank you for doing what you did at the wedding. Um, oh, no problem. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.